Hey, witches. Welcome back to another episode of Glow Girl. I'm your host, April Eckweiland. And this week, I wanted to talk to you all about some things I've seen in Facebook groups and forums and whatnot in regards to when a person practices, they either consider themselves a witch or pagan or whatever, and either members of their family or their partners are not practicing and how that is and what it looks like and how you can maybe get a little understanding of what others think about your practice. So this week I decided to bring on my husband, Steve. Say hello, Steve. Hey, witches. <laughs> there you go. I knew, figured you would do that. So we're just going to chat. We're going to talk and you might, you know, I don't know, maybe he'll let some secrets go of mine. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Okay. I'll play nice if you agree to play nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So back in the day when I first started this and, you know, everybody knows my origin story of my craft of how it started with, you know, with a crystal, how was it when you saw me start bringing in like all these crystals, these shiny rocks into the, into the house and placing them in a variety of places. Like what was going through your head? Well, of course, you know, like any other non-practicing husband, friend, brother, sister, whomever, family member, I didn't understand the meanings behind the crystals and the rocks and the you know, herbs and candles and such um, as they came in. But, you know, I respected that you did and that you <clears throat> knew their purpose, you knew their meaning. And uh, I knew I'd catch up someday. So, I mean, it's, it's okay to be different. It's, it's okay to have a, a different outlook on life. It's what makes life interesting. It's what, you know, keeps that spice or in your case, <laughs> herbs of life. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I can, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. So like I came out of the witchy closet, you know, so to speak, but there was a lot leading up to that. I mean, we'll kind of get to that moment in, in a little bit, but as I started to kind of go a little deeper, you know, get into the tarot, get into the herbs and start bringing more and more stuff in getting a whole bunch of books. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, you've seen my library, you know what I have. Did you ever think that, oh my gosh, she's, she's, she's freaking nuts. Like what, what's going on? Like, did anything cross your head like that cross through your mind? I never once thought you were nuts. <clears throat> no. So are we sure about that? I'm sure about that. <laughs> or are no, you just again, saying that so you I, don't end up in a jar? <laughs> hey, anytime you have a witchy wife and she gets mad at you, she's going to threaten to put you in a jar. <laughs> so get used to it. 
what did you, I mean, obviously, you know, coming from a non, you know, you weren't into this, you really didn't know anything about it. You know, I brought in tarot cards and would bring them out for you. I would give you crystals to carry with you when you would travel for work. And did anything go through your head as to what I was doing, how I was doing it or, or whatnot? Or were you just kind of like, yep, I'm just going to go along for the ride. Yep. I'm just going to go along for the ride. (laughs) I figured, I figured that. So like, what about, and I think, I think we actually, we, I did when I was back on this podcast back in 2019, when Meredith, Brittany, and Tracy were down here for that awesome weekend that we had. I had told them about a candle dressing that we did for our anniversary. So for for those who aren't familiar with candle dressing yet, we basically we took a candle. It was our it was our anniversary. We took a candle, we dressed it with different herbs and oils and crystals and kind of had our own little ritual um, with it. So what were your thoughts when I came to you with all said supplies? And I was like, hey, guess what? We're going to do this. We're going to dress this candle. Were you nervous? Were you like, I don't know what the fuck's going on? (laughs) I mean, what, what were your thoughts? I was thinking, hey, you know, she wants to do candle dressing. Let's do this. Let's put these pieces together. Let's, you know, build this special moment. I didn't understand any of the meanings behind it, but you did. And, you know, I still don't know the meaning behind it. (laughs) But No, but you you did good. I mean, we, you asked questions. That's the big thing, I think, to, to go along with this is that, um, you know, you do ask questions, you ask, you ask questions about a crystal or an herb or whatnot. You don't just try to understand it in your own way, or you don't, you don't just try to like figure it out, so to speak. And rather than say something not really wrong, but, or like misunderstand it, you, you, you aren't afraid to ask the questions. You aren't afraid to be like, Hey, you know, what are you doing with this? Why are you, why do you need that herb? Or what does this candle color mean and whatnot? And I think that's a key to people who aren't, you know, practicing, they're not really involved in the craft or in paganism and and whatnot is that we don't know what we don't know. So we have to ask questions in order to learn and you do that rather well and you ask questions in a way that you're you're definitely not judging at at all um i know you know sometimes you might look at me a little sideways when i'm like yeah i need this ingredient and you're just like uh okay 169 herbs later (laughs) hey who's counting i mean there might be more coming who knows um (laughs) but you know, you, you ask the questions when you don't, you know, when you don't understand something. And I think that's key 
to helping people along, along this, when they're in a relationship with somebody or it's a family member or a friend to understand what, you know, what this part of their life is. And I think that you, you know, you've been very open to it. You've been very accepting of it. You know, we kid and I, you know, I always say, you know, do you, do you think I'm crazy? Do you think I'm nuts? And you're like, no, absolutely not. And, you know, heck, even now you call me a witch and it is not an insult. I'm one of the few husbands that can call their wife a witch. And she says, thank you. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk some more. So gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. I know you want to ignore them because, well, hello, life. But yeah, especially when we age, this stuff gets important. So listen to this. Did you know that 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s? I mean, my God. Admittedly, I was one of those women. Rituals Essentials for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 and up. It is formulated with nutrients to help brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. I need all the support I can get. But the ritual didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin. The results, guys, essential for women 18 plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. The clinical study was published in leading scientific journal Frontiers in Nutrition. A published clinical study is a big freaking deal and a serious commitment to a first of its kind standard in the industry. Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication. So you know what that means? None of the shady stuff. Ritual has become, well, it's really become a ritual around here. Pretty vitamins that pack a punch to our bodies. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash glowgirl and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash glowgirl. Okay, and we're back. So I want to know what your thoughts were and what was going through that engineering brain of yours when I decided to come up and tell you back in 2019 that I wanted to start an online witch shop. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence. <clears throat> um, starting an online witch shop. I mean, you had all your supplies, you had all your you know, herbs and crystals and tarot decks and stuff here adorning the uh, front room of our house. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did kind of take it over, didn't I? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, there's a perfect chance to, to help our family make a little extra money and, you know, help out with the kids when they wanted money to go out on their dates and, you know, 
buy 3D printer supplies and, and all the rest of the stuff. But I had no problem starting an online store. It was little to, to no risk and, you know, just a little bit of overhead, you know, for your product. And we were on our way. So, you know, we, I did that for about a year, a little, little over a year. And then obviously 2020 happened and pandemic and all that stuff that came along with it. And one night I remember we were sitting in, um, sitting in the bedroom, I think folding laundry. And I decided I wanted to text a friend of mine who I knew rented you know, her space from a guy and usually people who own a building usually own more than one building. And I just reached out to her and I was like, Hey, you know, can you send me over the information for your, you know, for your landlord? I just wanted to, you know, see what they had available. And she was like, uh, did you know there was a spot open where I am? And I was like, Nope. So I went to you and was like, Hey, here's this opportunity we could open a brick and mortar years before I thought I ever would. I mean, I like what we used to talk about the five-year plan, the 10-year plan kind of, you know, cause our kids were, we were almost empty nesters at that time. And we went and saw it and it is what it is today. So what, like, what was going through your head when I decided to take this even a step further, not only, you know, obviously I was practicing and everything, but I decided, Hey, I'm going to open up a witch shop and make myself available to the community to share my craft and share my gifts. Opening up to the community to share your craft and share your gifts and share your wares. <laughs> I had no doubt that you'd be successful doing that, but you know, as any hubby, partner, whomever, you know, when you decide to open up a brick and mortar business, I wanted to make sure that, you know, we kept ourselves and our budget and our household functioning and running smoothly. And, you know, we weren't getting ourselves into a predicament where we signed a lease and now all of a sudden we have a, you know, two-year agreement or whatever with a person to owe them a certain amount of money. So of course we dabbled in it carefully and you found a fantastic place at a fantastic price. It was just right. You must've had some spell that you cast on everybody <laughs> out there to, to make that happen. But, you know, as soon as we started putting the place together and I built my first shelf first <laughs> for of, your shop I don't know how many oh there's got to be at least 20 shelves in that shop and I can't tell you how many times I've moved said 20 shelves as well but I knew as soon as you put up your first shelf and put your wares on the wall and pick that magical date of Halloween that things were going to be okay things were going to work out and look where they've become or look what it's become and you were manifesting too. Look at that. I was so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to pick up some of your witchy traits. Mm, there you go. 
So speaking of witchy traits, um, I, I mean, I don't know about, about you guys and how, you know, everybody out there who's listening, you know, practices and does things and collects things, but everybody has their own, their own way of practicing and own ways of doing things. And I know that Steve has maybe questioned a few of the things that I've done, um, some of the things I've brought home or wanted. And so I wanted to get your, get your thoughts about this. So I'm like, okay, so you've, you know, seen me bring home crystals, obviously. I mean, we have crystals almost in every room of the house. Um, or more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, you're, you're around when I've been, you know, outside in the front yard or in the backyard during a specific moon phase. And I'm usually burning some shit. That's why you built me that fire pit in the back. <laughs> uh, um, you know, or when the weather isn't great, I'm usually in my little, my little room burning shit and trying not to set off the smoke alarms. But so you see me bring in that stuff. You see me bring in the tarot cards and the herbs and some of the, the oddities that I have brought in that I've collected from antique stores and whatnot. Um, but you've also seen me bring in some different stuff and kind of do some different things, especially when we're out and about and we're traveling. So, um, for those of you guys who don't know, you know, usually when we go out and we travel, um, Steve's a really big geocacher. So it's taken us to a lot of great places. And, um, along with that, you know, scoping out nearby, you know, towns and, nearby abandoned places and like we we both like to I mean we both like to go to explore like around abandoned places and like, visit ruins. the strange and unusual yes exactly so and one of the places that we like to go and just walk around in is our cemeteries and this past fall part of our vacation was going around kind of up the east coast up to where family lives and everything and visiting all these different cemeteries along the way and of course being the the witch that I am I have a you know I have a purpose when I go into some cemeteries and there were specific cemeteries that I knew exactly where I wanted to go in them and what I needed and you got to be up close and personal and see some of the, the things, the, the practices, the rituals that I do. So I wanted you to kind of share your, your thoughts on that, on some of the things that you saw me do when we were in these cemeteries. You can feel free to just, you know, Rat me out. <laughs> rat you out? I'll never rat you out. <clears throat> no, for visiting the cemeteries, um, there's lots of different cultures and people out there. I mean, they leave, uh, you know, crystals and rocks and pennies on people's gravestone. I know the military leaves uh, rocks 
and stuff, I believe it is, on some of the headstones, meaning, you know, you served with them or you, you know, you knew them. Um, but of course, you know, with witchcraft and April's practice and, and all, you know, she's leaving her crystals behind, her herbs behind, her, you know, trinkets behind. And to me, I mean, that's really no different than all of these other cultures. I mean, I'm learning to understand why she leaves some and and why she leaves some. And it's it's a learning experience for me. It's been interesting to watch. So now when we've gone to cemeteries, you know, I'm obviously always leaving. I, I leave money coins at the gate as an offering. I've brought in, you know, liquor, even just regular, you know, water. You mentioned my crystals and herbs and stuff, but there's also one thing that I do not all the time at a cemetery, but if I am in need, especially if I'm going to a specific grave, but that is getting graveyard dirt. And you got to see me do that quite a bit on this past trip this fall. Um, not only when we were visiting like family, you know, plots and stuff, but some other notable, you know, places. And what, so what are your thoughts when I break out my little grave dirt digging tool and a plastic bag or a mason jar and I start gathering dirt. I mean, what's going through your head? She's nuts. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't understand why. I do think it's a little odd, a little weird, a little different, but I do understand that there are rituals, there are practices, there are connections to the ancestral dirt, so to speak, mm -hmm. that you pick up. I do understand that there's connections to a particular person and what strength or what power they were having, you know, during their lifetime, like the, the lady we visited, I believe she was an herbalist. Mm -hmm. So I see there could be, you know, offerings and and rituals that you perform that you'd like to connect to the, the more, you know, herbal side of things and having the dirt from her graveyard helps bring her close and helps you connect and maybe possibly, you know, helps that spell, that ritual, yeah. that thing that you're doing become more <laughs> successful. Exactly. So yeah, you've seen me, you've seen me do some interesting interesting stuff. I mean, not anything illegal or outrageous or anything, but, um, you've also helped with, you know, with certain things, you know, helping to leave offerings and, you know, reminding me about, you know, certain things that we need to make sure that we do. But I think that even though it's something that you don't quite understand and you don't quite know what I'm doing with it. Again, we go back to that whole, you ask the questions and you find out and, you know, sometimes you just leave it as, okay, she's collecting dirt again, you know, must be for something. Or you say, Hey, like, you know, what are you going to use that for? Or what are your plans for that? Like you mentioned, like the ancestral dirt. Yeah. I went to 
my grandparents' graves and, you know, my father's grave and stuff. And I got some of their dirt so I can have that here and I can add it to my ancestor pot. I can use it when I want to connect with them. If I'm doing any kind of divination or I just want to connect to their energy, have their energy in any kind of working, it can be used in all sorts of different ways. So um, so yes, those are some of the, the interesting things. And then, you know, not to mention, let's see, you know, on other trips, you know, you've seen me hugging trees and sticking my feet in streams and picking up hey, rocks. I like to do that. Yes, you do like to do that. And I think I have, I've grown on you a little bit because you've even come to me when we're out and about wherever it could be walking around the neighborhood or it could be in some place we've never been. And you're like, look, I found this rock and it spoke to me and I'm so proud. I'm like, ah, oh, my little witchy heart is just so proud because it's like, okay, yay, he's getting it. He's understanding what it means when, when something speaks to you, just kind of like watching you interact in the shop as a non, non witch, you know, talking to people and interacting with them and answering their questions, you know, that you can answer and then, you know, deferring them over to me or deferring them to somebody on the staff if, if you can't, but giving them that, that comfort, um, it, it, it really, it really matters. And, you know, some people, family members, significant others, whatnot, they may not have that person that is so accepting of it, of something they don't understand. And so, and that was, you know, I wanted to bring you on here to make sure that, you know, to kind of let people know that what you were thinking about and, and what you were, um, what your thoughts were, and how maybe you perceived things maybe could help somebody else um, with moving on in their craft, allowing their partners, their friends, their families to kind of understand them a little bit more. Because it can be, you know, especially when you're not around a bunch of people a lot, you know, it, it can be a little a little lonely when you're the only one who's, you know, who's practicing and doing, you know, doing the things. Um, but to have somebody who's just like, Hey, I don't understand it, but I'm going to let you do you. I mean, that helps tremendously, um, in, in a practice. So one more thing I wanted to ask you about was, so everybody knows, you know, I'm in, I'm in a coven here and, um, we, you know, we meet, obviously over, you know, pandemic and stuff, it's most of it's been virtual, but we've had, you know, we have had in-person meetings. You actually came to, um, a Samhain, um, gathering that was, yeah, it was right, right around the time that during the, the pandemic, opened. yeah, when yep. the, with, during the pandemic. So you were able to do that. And even though you didn't come to, you didn't attend the actual ritual um, because that was just for coven members. You were there, you were, you were there for the, you know, beginning parts and the kind of like the friends and family part of it that we have, but you got to have a little bit of a inside view of the dynamics of a coven. I mean, how, 
how are you, you know, with, with that, with, you know, I go, I go off and we, you know, meet at a park or we meet at somebody's house or we're off in a field somewhere or, you know, we're somewhere doing some kind of ritual that, you know, you're not privy to. I know I kind of equate it to you being a Mason because so for those of you who don't know, um, he is a, what is it? A master Mason? He's a master yep, Mason. I am a master so, Mason. I mean, I, I do tend to call it his super secret man club. Um, but he has his rituals and stuff kind of like the coven that I'm not privy to. So how, how is that with you? I, I know for me, and I'll be honest with, I was a little like, why can't I know this stuff kind of thing? Um, more so not that I wanted to know like all the secrets and like the secret handshake and everything, you know, whatever, but I wanted I wanted to be a part of your accomplishments there. So that was a little, that was a little kind of hard for me, not being, a, being able to be a Mason and be privy to that. So what about you? Like I kind of had the same thing where I went through an initiation that you were not privy to, you couldn't attend, you couldn't be there as a support for me. So how did you, how did that go with you? How'd you feel with that? No, I was fine with it. I mean, I guess being a member of a, you know, a fraternity and also a, a member of the Masonic fraternity that we have out there, you know, I understand that, you know, there are those things in life that, you know, you don't get all the knowledge for, you don't get all the secrets. There is that super secret man club, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you so call it, you know, out there and that's okay. You know, uh, I do feel the same way you do. And I mean, there's accomplishments in your life, big accomplishments, things that are a, a big deal to you, you know, like being in the coven and, and meeting all these people with common interests and, you know, common goals and, you know, just a common way of looking at the world and connecting with, you know, mother nature and, and all it has to offer, that's very important to you, you know, that I don't quite understand, but the best thing I can do is sit back and ask questions, you know, as best as I can. And you can tell me as much as you can, <laughs> just like, you know, for the right. Masons in my fraternity that I tell you as much as I can without divulging the secrets as well. But, you know, we both have those things in life that, you know, oh boy, I wish I could be part of this big moment. And it's like, I wish you could be part of my big moment over at the, you know, the Masonic Lodge when I, I went through my, you know, my raising, you know, when I was there. Um, maybe some of the witches out there, men, women, well, maybe not women, <laughs> would maybe understand that because I know there's men witches as well. It's not just yeah. the women witch. Right. Maybe so when we're in here well. talking about, when you're talking about witches, you know, all of you uh, wacky wild witches out there, and you just <laughs> understand there's there's men witches too. Oh, oh my gosh! So I just you and, and yeah, so and I get it. You know, 
I have the coven, you have the Masons. We, you know, we have secret things and, you and know, we're yeah, super happy. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. And yes, like I said, you know, at first, you know, and this was before I even became involved in the coven. At first I was kind of like the whole, wait, what do you mean? I can't be there with you during this or celebrate with you or know this. So I, at first I did, I mean, I did have a hard time with it, but then I think once I got involved with the coven and I realized, oh yeah, okay. Now I can see what, you know, what he's going through, you know, and he can't divulge it. And now what I'm going through, I can't. So now I can, now I understand it. And it's I, okay. It's okay. To be able to share the secret. Right. Exactly. You get an understanding, you know, you don't have to tell your mother, your sister, your daughter, your brother, your cousins, whomever, what are you doing out in the field? They don't need to know. Right. Exactly. They don't need to know what's this ritual that you're doing. Well, this ritual is for me. Mm-hmm. If it was meant for everybody, you'd be sharing it with everybody. Right. right? Exactly. So to wrap up here, what piece of advice could you give to those people out there who are practicing and have, you know, people in their lives that don't to kind of help them on this, help them on this journey, help them, you know, maybe help other people understand a little bit more like what kind of advice can you give them if your wife comes up to you and asks you for a lock of your hair run (laughs) no (laughs) oh i don't need to come and ask you for a lock of your hair that's all i have to do is come up and pluck it out of the back of your head no i'm just (laughs) kidding about that (laughs) we joke about that all the time i mean i'm not (laughs) yeah oh you're gonna put me in a jar i will put you in a jar i will put you in a jar Yeah. No, my biggest thing is for everybody out there, ask questions, you know, see if you can understand, you know, what your, your partner is going through, you know, this is important to him or her and it should be important to, to you as well, you know, educate yourself as much as you can about what they're doing and, you know, it's okay. There are lots of people out there. If there's anything that opening that shop, that we have here in Winter Garden has taught me is there is a ginormous community that is just like your wife or husband being a witch. There are so many fantastic and wonderful people that I've met at the shop and we've made friends with over, you know, the the two years that we've been open. It's been fantastic. So be open with your questions, you know, learn as much as you want about it don't learn about it if that's, you know, the path you choose, but, you know, don't, don't shut down your significant other, you know, your husband or your wife, you know, just because they're different, embrace it. Uh, It's a really cool journey and a really cool experience. And I'm, I'm glad to have been on our journey with, you know, my wonderful wife and opening our shop. It's, it's been a great journey. I mean, what else can I say? She's wonderful. <laughs> She's a wonderful witch. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> I hope so. 
<laughs> Quit it. There's still that jar I can put you in. All right. So this week's card is going to be the Hierophant. So this is the card of the teacher, whether you are seeking a teacher or you are the teacher. So you, you create your, your path, your journey with every step that you take and everything that you do, everything that you decide that you're going to manifest and do it's all part of your it's all part of your journey and when we take the time to learn never stop learning um it can really make it so the hectic part of our lives can kind of slow down a little bit and allow you to listen to your inner voice, allow you to listen to your higher self. And this is, can also be the card of, you know, you're talking the talk, but are you walking the walk? Um, so take that into consideration as you go through your week and allow yourself to see how either you can seek out a teacher that can help you along your journey, or maybe you are the teacher and you have to put in some more work in order to keep you on your path. This has been a production of Girls Girls Media. Music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. So please don't forget to check out the Girls Girls Community Facebook page. It is an awesome community of women we are in there all the time asking questions being cheerleaders for everybody it is like the biggest slumber party on the internet i mean you just you can't go wrong there um make sure to check out the girls girls media website as well as the facebook page to get any information on all of our podcasts in the Girls Girls Media Multiverse. Um, you can also check us out on our Facebook page, Glow Girl, and our Instagram page. That's where I will post a picture of the card of the week and any information. And sometimes I throw out some spells there. You know, you never know. I like to just kind of put stuff out there and take what resonates with you and leave the rest. So thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I hope that the information that was shared is helpful. And, you know, now, you know, a little bit of background between, uh, my witchiness and what my, uh, my wonderful husband thinks about it. Um, and, uh, you know, now when you guys know that, uh, I say, Hey, I'm going to put him in a jar. Now, you know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> but that's not going to happen, right? Well, if you don't hear from me for a few weeks, please come looking for me. I'll probably be in the shop on the top shelf. <laughs>
All right. Thank you again for joining me this week and take care, witches. Blessed be.